0: all right, listen, if you didn't know, I have a mentorship, the Cat Credit Retire Your 9-to-5 Mentorship. It's a three-week self-paced course, walks you through how to sue debt collectors and the CRAs and win successfully, how to build a profitable credit business, and how to structure your business correctly, right? So you don't get sued, so you don't just get in trouble. So if you don't like your 9-to-5, or if you're just looking to make extra money, if you want a community, let's say you're going through litigation, you have certain questions, we got a whole Facebook community as well text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741 to get tapped in with us. mentorship to 914-353-4741 keep in mind this was a $2,500 investment you can get the replays for much much cheaper text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741 enjoy the episode What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to a new episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer ammunition tactics podcast hopefully y'all feeling blessed hopefully y'all feeling amazing hopefully y'all feeling great god bless your endeavors god bless you god bless your family god bless everyone around you god bless you you feel me so yeah man um and woman you know i'm always got to make sure i'm inclusive when i'm talking to y'all but yeah hopefully y'all have had a great week whether it be life credit consumer laws all of that so before we get into the episode I just want to be transparent with y'all. I don't even know what we're going to talk about today. I'm just doing the intro right now. So, we're going to get into whatever we talk about, whatever I decide to title episode, whatever topic we're going to talk about. Number 1, make sure you guys are following our Instagram page CA Tactics LLC. CA Tactics LLC. If you're not following us on IG, definitely go ahead and follow us over there because, you know, we always constantly posting stuff. You never know if we going to have a sale. As far as our digital products, as far as anything going on, as far as game, all that. If you just look at our IG page and you just go through, you go, you gonna get, you know, you gonna get some game. Let me look at our IG page right now. Actually, I don't even know how many posts we have, but I feel like we have a couple hundred posts at least. Let me let me check real quick. So make sure y'all subscribe or make sure y'all follow CA Tactics LLC. So we got 365 posts at the time that I'm recording this. So go ahead and tap in. You'll get some more podcast snippets. You'll get, you know, game over there. Look at the stories that we post in. You'll see results from our clients when we were doing credit repair and things like that. So yeah, tap in. We're not doing done for your credit repair no more, but you know, you can definitely book a free call by texting free call to 914-353-4741. You can get with uh, someone on my team and you know, you'll get you'll get the sauce on how to delete whatever item you're trying to delete. If you're trying to delete student loans, book the free call, you're going to get it. If you're trying to delete collections, book the free call, you're going to get that game. If you're trying to delete charge-offs, book the free call, you're going to get that game. And on top of that, if you go to past episodes, we definitely gave y'all, you know, the information on how to remove those. If it doesn't get removed on your first attempt, maybe you got to do a different attempt or maybe you just got to do it again, you know? Just be persistent, consistent, you're going to get there. So yeah, make sure you follow the IG page. If you don't have IG, if you don't have Instagram for whatever reason, make sure you go to our website, com. You could be listening to the podcast on your phone. You could be listening to it on your laptop, your computer, whatever. So there's no excuse why you shouldn't be able to go to our website. You can go to our website, and from our website, you can see whatever we have there, right? The mentorship, uh, digital products, just information about the company, um, link to the podcast while well, you're listening to the podcast right now. Link to the free Facebook group. If you're not in the free Facebook group, get tapped into the free Facebook group. I gotta tell y'all every week because some of y'all are still listening and not tapped in. If you're in the free Facebook group, participate. You can go and look at the old posts, you know, get information over there. The free Facebook group really got a lot of information, to be honest with y'all. It's just that some of y'all be having certain questions, and if you just looked at the Facebook group, you would probably get your answer over there. If the answer isn't directly if your if your question if the answer to your question isn't directly answered in the Facebook group, you might see something similar to it that'll spark your mind and be able to help you answer your own question. So go tap into the Facebook group and that's my next update. The next update as well, if you're not tapped into the mentorship, I've been saying this, go ahead and tap into the mentorship. We did a sale yesterday. We did like a flash sale. I just felt like doing fifty percent off. So um This is the importance of being tapped into the text list as well. So if you're not on the text list, text credit to 914-353-4741. We might be doing random uh, flash sales and things like that. And the reason why I keep saying like tap into the mentorship is because of the fact that I would say 90% at least of the questions that y'all get, that y'all have as far as DMing me, as far as texting us in our text list, it's answered in the mentorship. Some of y'all trying to run a credit cleaning business, credit repair business, consumer law business. We answer that in the mentorship. So it's like, if you, y'all got to think about it from my perspective. If you keep asking me, or multiple people keep asking me, multiple different people, some of y'all may not realize, like, okay, I only asked them once, but you got to realize it's tons of people asking me the same question at a given time or related topics. If y'all keep asking me a certain question and I'm tired of answering the same question, and I put the answer in the mentorship, why wouldn't I direct you to the mentorship, right? Because if you're asking me all these questions I've already answered, I direct you to the resource. That's me basically saying, it's over here. Stop harassing me with the same question, you feel me? So definitely tap into the mentorship if you're not tapped in. The Replace, currently right now, you can get them for less than $400, $397. The price may go back up by the time you're hearing this. If you want to do the mentorship one-on-one with me, Basically, those replays, but obviously it will be live, and then there's um, an extra week of information, and then there's, there's more hand-holding. That's $4,000. So for a fraction of it, 10% of that, you can get the replays. $397 as opposed to $4,000 if you wanted to work with me one-on-one. So y'all better take advantage before the price goes back up to $2,000. Because the replays were originally supposed to be $2,000, but we've been uh, having it for only $400 for now. So definitely tap in. If you have any questions on how to delete any item, you could book the free call, but I'm telling you, the answer is in the mentorship, right? So definitely go ahead and tap into that. If you have any questions on, you know, litigation and things like that, that's in the mentorship as well. We have a Facebook group option in the mentorship that allows you to get in a private Facebook group. You can ask whatever question you want to ask, right? I'm I'm tapped in over there. So, um, you know, digital products, all of that. We tell y'all how to profit. We tell y'all how to make money in your sleep. The same way that I went to sleep last night and then, um, you know, with us doing the flash sale, with me waking up, you know, people investing in the mentorship. That's basically the definition of making money in your sleep, right? I put the systems together. Uh, We have the text list and everything. I sent out the text and, you know, we were able to make money. So that's the definition of making money in your sleep. I also teach that my method and everything in the mentorship. This is why I say tap into the mentorship. So that's the update. Make sure you all tap into the mentorship. Um, if y'all got questions, join the free Facebook group, ask your questions in there. If you're in the mentorship, you know, get in the Facebook group, ask your questions there. And I think that's pretty much it for the updates. So we were in September, right? So, you know, the year is almost ending. We're about to step into quarter four. So make sure y'all really, make sure y'all really focus on this credit stuff because it's like, you know, everything's one day at a time. But it's like, you got to actually be doing things one day at a time. You can't just be like, okay, everything is one day at a time. I'm going to get to it, right? It's a recession all that. You may be going through what you're going through personally. You know, I may not know what you're going through. You don't know what I'm going through. But at the end of the day, we have to pick ourselves up and take some sort of action. So yeah, with that being said, enjoy the episode. If you want to get paid for having bad credit, you need to listen right now. You don't even got to have bad credit, to be honest with you. But if you want to get paid for having bad credit, if you want to get paid for having any item on your credit report, you're going to want to grab my $7 guide, how to get paid for having bad credit. What you're going to want to do is text the word get paid as one word. Get paid to 914-353-4741 to get access to the $7 guide. Get paid to 914-353-4741. $7 guide. Don't confuse the price with the value. It's going to begin letting you know the process about how you can go through suing debt collectors, suing uh credit reporting agencies, consumer reporting agencies, whatever you want to call them, for reporting that information on your report, and you can move forward from there. You can really get paid off of these open accounts as well. It's not just negative accounts. So yeah, just really understand that. Text the word "get paid" as one word to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen. So I wanted to talk about the topic we're going to talk about today in a different episode because I don't know where everybody's at. But I was just talking to myself like I do many times. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just put out the episode because at the end of the day, You're going to get the information when you need it, or you're going to revisit the episode when you need it. So we're going to talk about debt discharge. We're going to talk about specifically like credit card discharge, but it really relates to pretty much anything, right? Like um, a personal loan, auto loan, whatever. And the information I'm going to tell y'all today is going to be most helpful if you're actually engaged in a lawsuit, but it's helpful as well when it comes to if you just want to remove whatever it is you're disputing from your credit report right whether it be student loans as a false certification i think y'all have probably heard the episode i had about student loans you know you can go visit that or if it's just a personal loan or you know a credit card that you're dealing with um a, a bank credit union whatever so let's talk about it so number 1 i'm just i'm just going to like go off to the top and basically if y'all take notes you know just piece everything as a unit right? This whole podcast is like a conversation. So we're having a conversation. When you're having a conversation with your homie, whatever, you're not worried about, all oh, this thing got to be structured, you know, like this, right? So just take notes, just take notes, just take notes. Let's talk about debt discharge. We can talk about credit card debt. We can talk about um open accounts, you know, et cetera. So number one, I want y'all to always remember, you always got to remember, right? Well, first of all, when we're talking about debt, Let's focus on FDCPA. So I want y'all to remember that. I'm going to list off some laws too that I've seen that have been definitely helpful. I might, I might look them up and read them or if I just reference it, then you know, you can look it up on your own time. So number one, like I was saying, you always want to start off by letting the bank, debt collector, whatever, know how powerless they are and how they don't have anything to lend in the first place. So when we say you don't, they don't have anything to lend, obviously we're talking about like banks. So what laws are we talking about? Your title 12, right? So when you deal with banks, you always want to lead with Title 12, their inability to lend. Write that down. The bank's inability to lend. It might be like review for some of y'all, but just remember, banks have the inability to lend. They're not lending you nothing. Banks are not lending you nothing. So when you let them know their inability to lend, it automatically, what this does, it automatically puts them in like a debtor position or a neutral one, right? They're not the creditor because they don't have the ability to lend. So you got to paint the picture. You got to paint the story. Let them know what it is, especially when you're in, you're in a litigation, when you're in court. You got to be on your P's and Q's because these attorneys are going to be like trying to finesse you. They're going to be lying for their client, which is like the banks or debt collector or whatever. So you really got to be on your P's and Q's when it, when it comes to telling your story. So when you're also letting them know their inability to lend. You want to have the mindset that you're, you want them to confirm which position they're in. You want them to confirm which position they're in. So you let them know their inability to land and now you're going to make them establish. So what position are you in if you don't have the ability to land, right? That's why we have the title 12 laws that lets you know that banks are borrowers. So once you let them know all that, now it's, now it's a matter of, okay, let me know where you, let me know where you are, right? So that's when we get into things like a uh, request for admissions. You can look that up as far as litigation goes. Um, It's basically like when you're asking them the yes and no questions and I have a specific affidavit that I only give to people that's been on a one-on-one with me. So my one-on-ones right now are $500 and the reason why I give this affidavit to those people is because I know they were serious because they decided to invest in themselves. So if you're if you're that person you decide like you want to invest in yourself and get to the next level, then you know, you could book um, that call. I think you could text consult to 914-353-4741. So. Oh, Also, if you go on our website, you get the affidavit of truth uh, template. That's not the same as the one I'm talking about right now. That one's more of like a basic uh, template, but it will get you started. So, yeah, just lead by letting them know they don't have anything to lend. Put them in a position of verifying what position they're in because lending ain't it. They cannot lend, right? So just rem- just remember that you want to use um, Title 12 and show their inability to lend and also use the Constitution, right? That's That's why... This might be a separate, this might be separate episodes, but this is why you got to know where certain things are in the constitution, right? So me personally, I don't, I don't know the entire constitution, you know, like, like, uh, like the back of my hand, but I know where to find certain stuff in the constitution. Same thing. You know, you guys hear me. I'm quoting the FDCPA, FCRA, all of that. I don't know it word for word all the time, but I know where to find certain things. If I want to find communication, I'm going to understand okay, violations of communication, 15 U.S.C. 1692C. I can go to that section, get specifically what I want to get, right? So this is why you also got to study the constitution. That's a whole different topic. So I want to give y'all a couple laws to look up in Title 12. So number one, uh, 12 U.S.C. 83 and also 12 U.S.C. 1431. So you've probably heard me talk about these in the past. Just review, use those laws, right? So also when it comes to uh, this debt discharge and also removing it like from your credit report, right? Your consumer report, I should say. You want to understand the basics of the FCRA. So one law you want to write down, review again, 15 U.S.C. 1681A2B, right? 15 U.S.C. 1681A2B. I want y'all to remember that. Remember that, write that down. And you want to use that when it comes to actually removing it from the credit reporting. Removing it from the credit reporting. You got to remember, when we go into litigation, you got to know why you're going into litigation. You're suing the consumer reporting agencies for credit reporting. It's You're suing them for them reporting the information. So this is why you need your 15 U.S.C. 1681A2B. I use that as an example. You can also use 1681B number two, obviously, which is written instructions, right? But you want to understand you're suing for different reasons. This is why with uh, the consumer reporting agencies, you're using FCRA laws. With these debt collectors, these banks for these credit cards and all that debt, you're using FDCPA laws, right? So, yeah, just remember that. So, remember, FCRA is for these consumer reporting agencies. And then also, too, I'm going to even look it up right now. I want you all to, um, this this is like, you know, with late payments and stuff, too. I want you all to look up uh, 15USC1666D, right? 1666D. So we're talking about, like I said, discharge, right? And we're talking about credit cards, credit card balances, all that. So if you look up 15 USC 1666D, it talks about the treatment of credit balances. The treatment of credit balances. Let's read it, right? Like we, like we in uh, elementary school, uh, popcorn reading. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So whenever a credit balance in excess of $1 is created in connection with a consumer credit transaction, let's stop right there. So they said, whenever a credit balance in excess of $1. So if you have... A credit balance on your credit card, your credit card account, whatever, that's exceeding one dollar. That's all of y'all, right? Unless your balance says zero right now because you paid it off. If you have something in excess of one dollar, this is what they're saying. Uh, With the consumer credit transaction, that's obviously through, you know, the credit card. So that applies. They said transmittal of funds to a creditor in excess of the total balance due on an account, uh, etc. They said the creditor shall a. Oh, before we even continue. Y'all know shall. Shall means that you have to. May, the word may in law means that it's, you know, it's optional. You, you might have to do it, but shall means that you have to do it. Shall means you have to do it. So these are the little things you got to be able to break the different, um, the different words and the meanings of the specific words. It's not just about reading the definition and I'm not looking at what the words mean. So the creditor shall, I hope y'all are reading it with me. A says credit the amount of the credit balance to the consumer's account. So this is where when you hear people talk about couponing and all that. Me personally, I'm going to be, be transparent with y'all. I, I haven't gotten into all that couponing stuff. I, I know some people say it works. They do it. You know, that's them. But I, don't, I haven't personally done the coupon stuff. So uh, B says refund any part of the amount of the remaining credit balance upon request of the consumer. So this is why whenever you send your invoice, you say send to XYZ address. You can request them to send it to you, but I'm going to be real with y'all. When you're sending out your letters, your dispute letters and all that, you're not going to get them to send it to you just like that. You're most likely going to have to enforce it in, uh, in, uh, court. So just based off of, you know, my experience, I've never, I haven't seen it where you send a letter, you send an invoice and then, you know, they send it to you. You're going to have to go through litigation to actually enforce that. You're going to have to get your judgment and you're going to have to enforce the judgment and then you're going to be able to get your remedy. It's not going to happen where they just send it to you. What can happen in the private before you actually go to court is them deleting the information from reporting on your credit, right? That's cool. And maybe that's all you want. If that's all you want, then that's all you need to go to. But I'm letting y'all know if y'all want that zero balance, if y'all want that remedy, you're going to have to get comfortable with court. And getting comfortable with court is understanding. You have to get comfortable with writing affidavits. You have to get comfortable with notarizing with or without the United States. You have to get comfortable with the process. If you want to notarize without the United States, you have to get comfortable with getting your two witnesses, quoting in the scripture. The template that I have, the affidavit that I have has all that. It's basically plug and chug. You're ready to go. But if you don't have the affidavit that I'm giving to the people that uh, enrolled in a one on one console with me, then you basically got to, you know, do what you got to do to write your own affidavit. Also, if you're a mentee, if you're in a mentorship, whether you bought the replay or whatever, um, the affidavit is in a Facebook group, right? The Affidavit for consumer reporting agencies and affidavit for debt collectors, which includes these credit card companies. So really understand when you invest in yourself, you're going to make your life easier. But I'm not saying that you have to have my affidavit, but I'm just saying, based off of my experience, based off of what I've heard from people that have had my affidavit, it's working to get you these deletions. And it's the beginning step to helping you with that litigation. You can't just send the affidavit and be like, oh, I already won. You have to actually enforce and follow the different rules when it comes to court. But that's deeper than what we want to talk about in the episode. So yeah, 1666D, I just wanted y'all to understand that you want to use that and enforce that because that lets you know how credit balances are treated. And if you look up if you look up on the CFPB website, you can. there's an article actually. I think I posted it in the mentorship Facebook group. If I didn't, then I'm going to post it in there. There's an article. If you look up CFPB definition of credit balances, it defines a credit balance basically as the same thing. So then when you combine it with 1666D, that lets you know how credit balances should be treated. So just some finesse on what y'all could do. You could literally print out 15 USC 1666D Print that out, what it says. Treatment of credit balances in excess of $1. They have to refund it to you. And then print out that CFPB article I told y'all about that I'm telling y'all to Google. You Google that. Print that out. Put that in um, your manila envelope along with your letter or your affidavit telling them to delete the item. Have all of that. Do the free mail. Certified mail. Send that out. That's a finesse. I'm not saying that's what we do or if it's going to work, but, but, you know, maybe we've done that before. Maybe it worked. I don't know. So I'm, I'm just giving y'all, you know, information on how y'all could, you know, use it and help yourselves, um, get to the next level. So yeah, just really understand what a credit balance is. A credit balance is whenever you have your credit cards and it's reporting as more than, um, one, $1. Also, I'm going to give y'all an additional law. So an additional law, I'm not going to go over it. I'm just going to give it to y'all. Y'all can look it up. You know, it could be some extra sauce for you. I want y'all to look up 15 USC, 1666H. 15 USC, 1666H. It talks about um indebtedness and yeah. So yeah, just look that up. Add that to everything I'm saying and then it's gonna really help you, you know, get to the next level as far as alleviating that debt. So what I need y'all to really understand. So... Whenever you get that bill in the mail, let's say it is Bank of America, right? You got a credit card with them. If it doesn't have a negative in front of it, it's always going to have that positive balance, right? If it doesn't have a negative in front of it, then it's just common sense that it's not what you owe, right? It's If, if you owed it, it would have a negative in front of it. That's just a basic process of what y'all got to understand. So if Bank of America sent you a bill, it said... but it wasn't negative $180.32, then it's appearing positive, meaning you don't owe it, right? So, whenever you're sending debt validations and all that, and then they're obviously gonna, I'm pretty sure if if y'all have been through it, sending those debt validations, they're gonna send you these automated statements appearing as what the true bill is. That's basically. I need y'all to really pay attention closely. What that is, y'all got to break it down. That's basically false and deceptive beliefs. False deceptive beliefs are a false and deceptive form. Is that not deceptive? Because it's not a negative in front of it. It's a positive in front of it, which means you don't owe it and they're telling you to pay it. So what is that? That's a violation of 15 U.S.C. 1692-J. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, 15 U.S.C. 1692-J. And then on top of that, this goes deeper than what we're talking about. But the fact that they are doing that is considered RICO and extortion. Look at 18 U.S.C. 1961. When you're doing your litigation, you can get these people for RICO, right? RICO, they conspiring to do RICO against you. The fact that there's this debt collector, credit card agency, whatever you want to call it, and they're reporting it to Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. Are they not all conspiring against you against your rights? That sounds like RICO to me. 18 USC 1961. 18 USC 1961. I want y'all to look that up right now. 18 USC 1961. So you gotta remember that um Title 18 is like criminal stuff. So so actually uh remember to be careful as you're using them, you feel me? But 18 USC 1961. I want y'all to look at uh racketeering activity. It's just a definition over there. So if you look at the definition, it's very, very long. I'm not even gonna go over it. But The main thing I want y'all to understand is RICO is any act or threat involving extortion. It's extortionate means of what they're doing by saying you owe this amount that you do not owe. They put a positive in front of it when it should have been a negative if you owe it. And on top of that, what's happening? Oh, I'm a XYZ debt collector. I'm XYZ bank. I'm going to go report this to Equifax TransUnion and Experian. Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian are all participating in, extor- in extortionate means against you. So that is RICO. Remember that. And then um, what I need y'all to understand too. Okay, yeah. So when it comes to contract law, you got to understand with contract law, a contract is not enforceable when it has extortionate terms, Right? So what is an example of something having extortion, extortion in terms? What can we think of that happens amongst consumer reporting agencies and these banks, uh, debt collectors, etc.? What do they say sometimes? We may report a negative balance, right? We may report a negative balance. They might report a negative balance. They're going to report a negative balance to the consumer reporting agencies. Are they not participating in extortion of means? Is that not a racketeering activity, right? They talk about uh what what he what what Drake and Meek Mill say? We might get hit with the Rico. You hey, experience TransUnion Equifax, they might get hit with the Rico. You know what I'm saying? Uh deck on top of the debt collector that's participating in this activity. So y'all got to understand when they say we may report a negative balance, we are obligated to turn this account over to a third-party agency. No you're not. We may collect. All that type of language. All that type of language, right? Them telling you to pay what you don't owe. And they're using the term may, may is not the same thing as shall. Remember, 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 we got to understand the difference between may and shall, may and shall, may and shall. And this is the this is the biggest thing I need y'all to understand. And y'all might even want to pay attention to what I'm about to say and put it in your affidavit. Make them understand this. Pay close attention. I'm giving you a chance to get your notepad, get everything ready. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. Once they send you that credit card, once they send you that credit card, by law, you are the cardholder. You are the cardholder and their, their obligation is a, what's it called? It's like, it's, it's like a fiduciary uh, relationship to honor based off of truth and lending. So once they send you the credit card, by law, you are the cardholder. Remember, you're the cardholder. You see the agreements and all that they send it? You're the cardholder, right? They're an obligation by fiduciary relationship. Based off of the truth and lending, they have to honor truth and lending. They have to honor truth and lending and everything I've been saying. To bring everything around as a unit, everything I've been saying is basically how you go to court and how you enforce your remedy in terms of getting your remedy, whether it's, you know, keeping your account open ended, uh, keeping your account open, zeroing out the balance because you weren't provided full disclosure and things like that. That goes back into your auto loan stuff as well. But um, that's deeper than what I wanted to talk about. So just remember to enforce everything that's going on. Understand what equity is. Understand, are they benefiting based off of the situation? Am I even benefiting based off of the situation? Understand the false and deceptive terms that's being used. The false and misleading statements. 15 USC, 1692J. Understand the RICO that's going on. You know what I'm saying? The racketeering, the extortion. And you just got to, you know, enforce your remedy. So yeah, man, I don't know if I'm going to make this into a series or keep it going. But y'all let me know how y'all like this episode. Um, this is, I know this is definitely going to be one of them episodes that benefits y'all as far as understanding how to remove these debt-related stuff from your consumer report, how to go about getting a remedy, how to go about attacking these uh, banks, credit unions, etc. And yeah, hopefully y'all take action. Y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the cat podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media, uh, send us a review, you know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free cat credit literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.